Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. Okay, folks, so what we're going to talk about today is the importance of generational wealth, but make sure that the tax man doesn't get your money. Everything I'm going to talk about right now, including all other videos, make sure you get with an accountant and a state attorney, but we're going to go deep. Grab a pen and piece of paper. You're going to hit rewind a couple of different times, but how to pass down generational wealth is what we're going to get into. When it first starts, according to Investopedia, I'm going to talk about what, what is a trust, and here's the definition. A trust is a fiduciary relationship in which one party, known as a trustor, gives another party, the trustee, the right to hold title to property or assets for the benefit of a third party, the beneficiary. Okay, so husband and wife, um, husband's the grantor, wife is, is the trustee, and children are the beneficiaries. A good example of that would be a life insurance trust. So we could always go deeper into that in other conversations, but just wanted to give you a heads up what that looks like. The beneficiary typically is the spouse, the children, charities of your choice are the beneficiaries who receive the assets that are held in the trust. Trust can help you control who gets what, they call that post-mortem control, as well as how they receive it. For example, you could design your trust to help pay your grandchildren's tuition when they're 18 years old. Think about that. Supplement your grandchildren's retirement age 65 or provide annual contributions to your local church. So think about that for a second right now. Imagine. You become so wealthy and you're really putting together proper plans and proper asset diversification that you could set up these trusts while you shuffle off this mortal coil. In other words, be in the other dimension. And at the same time, make sure that the money goes to where you want it to go to based on the, the, the language inside that trust. Let's talk a little bit about a federal death tax as of 2022. The first 12.06 million of an estate is exempt from federal estate taxes or taxes imposed on the transfer of your wealth at your death. As two entities, theoretically a husband and wife, would have no estate tax if their estate is less than 24.12 million. So let me give you a quick story on that. Basically what that says, each spouse has $12 million permission slip, right? So 12 times two, as we know, is 24 million. So husband and wife are married. They're now worth $100 million. What that means is that first 24 million is outside of what the IRS could do. So one of my, my higher end clients had to be on the phone with their other team members when it comes to trust and everything else. And their biggest takeaway is, hey, you know, what about why, why we should put these insurance policies in a trust? And I'm like, well, why? And they're saying, so there's no estate tax. I'm saying, well, isn't there the unlimited marital deduction? What's that? Well, that means that no matter what, when the first spouse passes on, you could be worth 10 billion, everything goes tax-free. It's not until the second spouse passes on that, that this really kicks in. So for all the folks out there that just do trust to do trust based on the fear of taxes, 
you need to understand who your client is so you can put together the right plan based on what we just talked about. State death tax. Many states have an estate or inheritance tax and the thresholds are usually far lower than the current federal one. 12 states and the District of Columbia impose estate taxes and six impose inheritance taxes, which can eat away at funds intended for your grandchildren and for your children. Once again, this comes down to language in the trust. This comes down to post-mortem control. And this comes down to understanding exactly what's out there, which is why we always say a state tax attorney, fiduciary, accountant, trust officer, uh, insurance agent, all on the same page for your benefit and create flexibility based on new laws that come down. Because if we know anything, there's nothing as constant as change and the rules keep on changing. Ready? So here's a quick example. Let's say that a couple's worth $2 million, they live in Oregon, which has an estate tax on all assets over $1 million. Rewind that if you didn't get it. The couple could split their estate so that each has a million and each spouse would then execute a trust to shelter their million when the first spouse shuffles off. That way, when the second spouse shuffles off, the one million is owned by them and one million is controlled by the trust. So the bennies get the full two million free of tax. This is the game of wealth. When you create money, and I'm not talking about printing it, but money flows to you every single day based on your business and your strategy and you have integrity and you do it with the right intentions, you've got to protect that. You've got to get around people that are going to show you how to do that. That's why your top five are so important. Other benefits of a credit shelter trust, shields funds and trust from creditors, yes, protects children's inheritance if the surviving spouse remarries because you don't want the guy at the gym who's training the spouse to start coming after that money, helps avoid administrative headaches because state by state, if you own a lot of real estate, it becomes a real pain in the ass. Congress can decide to change the estate tax and they do it often. Many kinds of trust. We have a living trust. We have a charitable trust. We have a constructive trust. We have a special needs trust. We have a spendthrift trust, a tax bypass trust, and a totten trust. And you know what? Estate attorneys and fiduciaries don't sell people trust just to sell trusts. Don't do it out of fear of taxation. Get to know your client. Understand who they are. Understand if they jump out planes or not. Understand if they're conservative or not. Don't just do it to do it because you read it in the book to pass your test. You got to learn the game, son. And here's the point. It's always important to make sure that you get a financial game plan. You get the right financial professionals that are in your world and that they for not theirs, for your benefit are on the same page. If that happens, and if all the boxes are checked as to the integrity, as to the long-term planning, as to the understanding of who you are, you will put yourself in a position when economic chaos comes your way, you'll be high-stepping through it, and when you shuffle off, I can't tell you that your kids are gonna do the right thing with the money, so that's a whole nother story of videos and stuff that you wanna send your kids when they get the money and how they should behave, but at the end of the day, if you're doing that, you're gonna preserve a lot of the wealth that you created. Go ahead, check the link below. We'll sit down with you, get a game plan. I wanna thank you so much for checking us out, for listening to our messaging. We're dropping nuggets on a daily basis. Continue to subscribe, thank you, like, and check out this next video. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. 
Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.